people of Earth and podcast listeners. Welcome to the July 9th News and Flashback Fun. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. Drink up, me hearties. Today marks 18 years since the charismatic, rum-loving, troublemaking pirate Captain Jack Sparrow, Elizabeth Swan, Will Turner, Barbosa, Mr. Gibbs, and the rest of the Pirates of the Caribbean crew's first adventure, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, first set sail. Today is also the debut dates for 2010's Despicable Me, 1993's Rookie of the Year, 1999's American Pie, 1982's Tron, 2004's Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy, and Sleepover. Today, Tom Hanks, Toby Cabell, the late Brian Dennehy, Fred Savage, Richard Rountree, Chris Cooper, Jimmy Smith, rock singer Courtney Love, the late Lisa Barnes, Christina Anstead, all have birthdays. Former WKKL DJ Mike Donovan hits a very big birthday milestone tomorrow. He shares his birthday with Sofia Vergara, football player Antonio Brown, Jessica Simpson, Cardi B and Onsen's daughter, Culture, who will be a big sister later on this year, and Harper Beckham. Moviegoers first met Disney's The Fox and the Hound and Kurt Russell's convict Snake Plissken, the star of John Carpenter's Escape from New York, on July 10, 1981, 40 years ago tomorrow. Also having entertainment debuts on July 10th are 2020's original Netflix film, The Old Guard with Charlie's Theron, which of course already has a sequel in development, 1996's Harry the Spy, the very first Nickelodeon movie, 2009's I Love You Beth Cooper, Bruno and Moon, and 1998's Madeline and Lethal Weapon 4. July 11th marks the debuts of 1990s. 1962's classic film To Kill a Mockingbird, The Orange is the New Black Netflix show, 2013, so incredibly beyond awful and cheesy, must actually be really good, TV movie Sharknado, 2011's Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, David Bowie's 1969 song Space Oddity, 2014's Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Snowpiercer, and Boyhood, and 2008's Journey to the Center of the Earth. It's also when Nicole Hill celebrates her heavenly birthday. Miss you lots. Before I get to flashback fun, I have some news. Attention Barbie fans. The film of the popular doll has found its director. TheRap.com reported this morning Oscar nominee... Greta Gerwig will helm the Mattel Dolls feature film tale featuring Margot Robbie. The website said Gerwig has been on board the Warner Brothers project since 2019 when the actor and filmmaker signed on to co-write the movie script with Noah Bambark. Since then, rumors have swirled that Gerwig has been eyed to direct the project, but the deal wasn't officially done. However, during her cover interview for British Vogue's Aug 2021 edition, Robbie casually noted that Gerwig's creative vision would extend past the screenplay into the director's chair.
for the production status of Barbie, Gerwig and Bombach are currently filming his latest feature, White Noise, in which Gerwig stars. After that project wraps, the pair will next turn their attention to the toy tale, which is set to kick off production in early 2022 at Warner Brothers Leavesden Studios in London. A 2023 theatrical release is planned. No other details about it have been revealed. The first trailer and poster for Walt Disney Studios' next animated musical comedy, Encanto, dropped yesterday. The film, which has songs by Lin-Manuel Miranda, will magically appear in theaters on November 24th this year. That was super fast. Yesterday, the playlist announced following reports of strong viewership numbers from third-party sources like Samba TV, Amazon Studios is doubling down on the success of The Tomorrow World which they clearly believe can be a viable streaming franchise. Deadline.com reports that Amazon and Skydance are already in early development on the Tomorrow War 2, with talks to have director Chris McKay and screenwriter Zach Dean return alongside cast members such as Chris Pratt, Yvonne Stravahovsky, Betty Gilpin, Sam Richardson, Edwin Hodge, and J.K. Simmons. The Rap.com announced yesterday, Dwayne Johnson's Red Notice will hit the Netflix on November 20th, the actor announced on Twitter on Thursday morning. The film, written and directed by Ralston Marshall Thurber, also stars Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. Red Notice centers around the pursuit of the most wanted art theme in the world, in which an Interpol-issued Red Notice is issued as a global alert to hunt and capture the world's most wanted. But when a daring heist brings together the FBI's top profile, Johnson, and two rival criminals, Godot Reynolds, there's no telling what will happen. Johnson called it Netflix's biggest movie ever, and it certainly doesn't get bigger than him. He shared the release date along with the three of them all in formal wear inside a room filled with weaponry in glass cases. Like countless streaming films this year, the film was supposed to have been theatrical, but the pandemic made Universal bump up the bump the shooting and the release date, which is why Netflix got saddled with it. Although the one-year mark of Naya Rivera's body being found isn't until July 13th, her friends, family, and former co-stars flooded social media yesterday with tributes to the star. Since yesterday marked one year since she was reported me- missing at Lake Tahoe, the former Glee star's final film role was voicing Catwoman in the long in Batman: The Long Halloween Part One, which she recorded before her drowning. Two TV shows got the X today. The Rap.com reported today Hallmark will be bring an end to The Good Witch. After seven seasons and eight movies this month, the series finale will air on Sunday, July 25th at 9 p.m. ETPT. The Good Witch has been running in some form since 2008. Variety.com reported today, Curse, the fantasy series retelling of the King Arthur legend seen through the eyes of Nimue, the young woman fated to become the doomed Lady of the Lake has also been axed. Youch. But the rap.com announced a date 
for the highly anticipated season two of Netflix's Henry Cavill and Anya Charlotte and Freya Allen starring Fantasy, The Witcher. Geralt of Rivia, Yennefer, and series New Adventures will start December 17th. Now, in honor of Tom Hanks, today's Flashback Fun takes a look back of three of the now 65-year-old's films. Now, keep in mind, recently I did A League of Their Own and Forrest Gump, and a few years ago I talked about Big, Toy Story, and Polar Express, so it will not be any of those. He, along with Daryl Hannah, John Candy, and Eugene Levy made a splash in theaters March 9, 1984, with director Ron Howard's fantasy romantic comedy Slash. Yeah, I'm sorry that word play was not the greatest choice. The film which centered on the film centered on a young man who's falls in love with a young woman who's secretly the mermaid who saved him when he was a young boy. It was the first film released by Walt Disney Studios Fan Branch Touchstone Pictures, created that same year in an effort to release adult-oriented films whose material weren't right for the Walt Disney banner. It swam away from theaters with $68.3 million and a nomination for Best Original Screenplay. Did you know that The Little Mermaid's Ariel was actually going to be a blonde, but was made a redhead to make her different from Madison. And this film actually helped popularize the name Madison for girl names. Darren Hannah actually swam with a mermaid tail so fast that her safety team couldn't even keep up with her. And according to the Internet Movie Database, before Hanks was cast, Kevin Klein, Burt Reynolds, Robin Williams, Robert Klein, Richard Gere, Jeff Bridges, and David Morse were all considered for the role of Alan Bauer. Twelve years ago, twelve years later, on October 4th, 1996, he'd make his directorial debut with the comedy That Thing You Do, which he also wrote and starred in. Also starring the talents of Tom Edward Scott in his film debut, Charlie's Theron, Liv Tyler, and Steve, Steve Zahn and Ethan Embry. It told of the rise and fall of a made-up 1960s one-hit wonder pop band. The film sung 34.6 million high notes in theaters. The titular song, co-written by the late Adam Schlesinger, was a huge musical hit and got both the Golden Globe nomination and Oscar nomination for Best Original Song. Did you know that Hanks actually claimed that he wrote the script while on the promo tour for 1994's Forrest Gump due to his boredom doing nonstop interview? He said that Charlie Theron was actually the first to audition for her role and she was the very first person to be cast in the film. Slushinger, the Fountains of Wayne's bassist, actually wrote the title song in response to a concert the studio held. The song won and was used in the film. And the movie was, came out shortly after their first album. The final flashback fun starring birthday boy Hanks, the survival drama Castaway, 
the only non-comedy of the bunch, is the youngest as it turns just a mere 21 years old on December 20th. Producer-director Robert Zemeckis' film, also starring Helen Hunt, Nick Sergi, and Wilson Volleyball, centered on Hank Starr's Chuck, a FedEx executive who undergoes an emotional and physical change after his plane crash lands into a deserted island, and he tries to survive. It made $429 million worldwide, with Hanks getting a nomination for Best Actor in a Leading Role at the 73rd Annual Academy Awards. Did you know to make himself appear as an out-of-shape middle-aged man, Hanks allowed himself to go flabby and didn't exercise. Production was then stopped for a year so he could lose 50 pounds and grow out his hair first time stuck on the island. During this hiatus, Zemeckis used the very same crew to film 2000's What Lies Beneath. Hanks said the hardest part of losing so much weight was not even any franchise for a long time. But the thing that helped him the most in this was drinking tons of coffee every morning. Did you know the real lines of dialogue were actually written for Wilson, the volleyball, to help Tom Hanks have a more natural interaction with the inanimate object? In the words of Porky Pig, that's all, folks. See you soon, my minions. Bye.